0: What's going on, guys? And welcome back to the Crew Sports Pod episode number 17. And you can check us out on Twitter at Crew Sports Pod. As always, I'm Michael Keem, joined here by Vito Patel. And we got a lot to talk about, Vito. We'll start with last Monday, we had the college football championship game Alabama against Georgia. Georgia gets its first championship win in 41 years
1: since the 80s. And the sweetest thing is they finally broke that curse to beat Alabama. Kirby Smart's been uh, struggling a lot against his former coach. I mean, they finally got that win, got over that hill, and like it's just a bright future ahead. I think Georgia has some good recruiting classes coming in, and just getting that first championship is just a good way to start a dynasty.
0: As you mentioned, Smart was previously 0-4 when going up against Saban and Bama, and three of those four losses were with some type of hardware on the line. It was the SEC championship from earlier this year, there was a championship game back in the 2017-2018 season. Uh, there was the SEC championship the year after that in the 18 19 season. And then last year's 2020 regular season.
1: Yeah, I mean, those are the big games, too. But actually, I saw this funny uh, comment somewhere online, and it said, like, each of the last four times uh, Georgia lost to Alabama, they had a first-half lead. And this time, funny enough, I was thinking, well, what if Georgia, you know, tries something different, tries to come from behind? And this time, Georgia was behind at the half, and they came back and won the game. So maybe the curse is winning at halftime.
0: (laughs) Yeah, they need to do worse in the first half.
1: Exactly. But
0: that's Sabin's second loss to a former assistant, both happening this year. He's now 25
1: and two, which is insane. First of all, like, because a lot of coaches like struggle when they lose staff, and for him to not only not struggle when he loses staff, but you know, beat his former staff, that it just it's insane. Uh, But actually, speaking of which, I was curious enough to see the recruiting rankings for his former assistants that beat him. And the top three top recruiting classes for 2022 in college football are number one, A&M, two, Alabama, and three, Georgia. So all of them are just neck and neck in recruiting too. So Saban and his former assistants are going to be the future of college football.
0: Yeah. And then also looking ahead to next season, I mean, in the way too early rankings, Bamos starts off at number one. They have six returning offensive starters and seven returning defensive starters. Wow. And that defense was young this year and it's going to be led by Will Anderson again next year. It's going to be top tier.
1: Facts. I heard Jordan Battle, uh, their safe, top safety, didn't declare for the draft. He's coming back as well. Uh, he decided to return, which is which is so rare to see a Nick Saban player returning, knowing, you know, not that George Ballard isn't a great player, but the team doesn't necessarily need anyone to return because they, they'll be just fine. So it was interesting to see him return, but that defense is going to be so elite next year.
0: Yeah, Georgia, on the other hand, nine offensive starters returning, only five defensive starters returning. A lot of the big names on defense all go into
1: the draft. I think that Georgia's offense... They weren't known for offense, but they were actually pretty good. They moved the ball fairly well on Michigan, and even scored some big late touchdowns against Alabama. So I think I think that Georgia offense is just going to look to get better, and I'm sure Kirby Smart's defense will be just fine next year.
0: Yeah, I think next year those they're going to be a more offensive team.
1: Yeah, but Alabama and Georgia are going to be up there for the next few years to come. But I wonder now that a And M is going to be in the mix, recruiting wise at least, <clears throat> if that doesn't make things a lot more interesting in the SEC and. Some folks think that LSU is going to get a lot better with Coach Kelly, but I don't really know about that one. But in general, I think the SEC is going to be very interesting.
0: I think SEC is going to remain to be the top tier in college football. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, others come and go, but SEC is consistently at the top. I saw somewhere, I think 13 of the last 16 college football championships have been in the SEC. Clemson winning a couple of Ohio State and and Florida State are the four non-SEC teams that have won one since 2005.
1: That's just insane. And honestly, Clemson's, both their championships were against an SEC team when they played Alabama. And when Florida State played, they played against Auburn. So the three of the times that the SEC didn't win one, they were at least in the championship game. And that's why they're the top in college football. (laughs) As much as everyone wants to, like, hate the SEC and, like, and I think that I've noticed this trend. The middle to lower teams in the SEC aren't necessarily dominant. They're not superior. Like, the Tennessees of the world aren't, like, and not, to, and not to think anything against Tennessee, but they're definitely beatable by anybody. But the top dogs, like Alabama, Georgia, A&M, and LSU, are usually, like, really hard to beat no matter who you are. And that just starts with the recruiting, too. I just think there's just a lot more talent in that area.
0: Yeah, that's true. And they love their football there. So it makes sense. It all makes sense. Exactly. Moving on to the NFL, though we got super
1: wild card weekend this weekend. Six wild card games. I just, I just love that new transition, though. Just anything for more football is a win for me. <laughs> That's true.
0: That extra game.
1: Yeah.
0: In honor of that, our ranking for this week is going to be ranking the fourteen playoff teams from best to worst we're ranking these teams based on their form heading into the playoff. So it doesn't necessarily have to take into account the whole season. Maybe just kind of last like five ish or so games.
1: Yeah. Basically what the playoff product that we see on the field or expect to see now, I know some teams were a lot better earlier mm-hmm. on in the season, but that doesn't matter at all. It's who's playing right now. All right. So we will start at the top. Yeah. I think you might agree with me, but there's just one team that just seems the most consistently dominant all season. And I would say that's the Green Bay Packers. I think outside the fluke game in the beginning of the season and outside the couple games that Rodgers wasn't there, they pretty much beat everybody every week.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. Packers definitely have been the top team. Aaron Rodgers still playing at an MVP level. Uh, Their defense is
1: pretty good. And what's interesting is I think at the beginning of the season, everyone was thinking like Rodgers might not play for the Packers this season at all. And now it seems like the consensus is this might be his last season as a Green Bay Packer. And so, what would be crazy is if they leave with the championship. I don't know if you remember at the beginning of the season, they tweeted that one pitcher, Devontae Adams, and like Aaron Rodgers both tweeted that pitcher where.
0: The last dance?
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep, the last dance pitcher. I wonder if oh, that's yeah. the same thing. I wonder if they execute that. That'd be such a cool story. As much that as I would be Packers. an interesting storyline. Yeah.
0: They just they get their ring and then each one, they go their separate ways. Well, the Packers have a bye, so there's not a game to
1: discuss with them, but
0: yeah they could start off resting watching the first round at home exactly for number two though i don't think it's the afc's one seed i don't think it's tennessee for number two i was thinking between kansas city and tampa what are you thinking
1: those are the two i mean maybe with the rams a little bit but one thing about tampa though is without godwin i just don't think they're as good as they were earlier in the season so if of those two, I mean, obviously, they're really good. But between those two, I want to go with the Chiefs.
0: Yeah, I like the Chiefs. One loss in their last 10 games. Yeah, they're high. I forgot about. It. They're putting up almost 36 points per game in their last five, which leads the league. Start off a little slow, but they've been red hot and and looking almost like the Chiefs that have gone to the Super Bowl the last couple of years. So, yeah, I like them in
1: number two. Yeah, they've won the AFC the last two years. So, I mean, they're probably looking to repeat. But And luckily for them, actually, they have a good, easy matchup, I would say, against the Sears this weekend, which, you know, many didn't think were going to make the playoffs at all. Yeah, they are the m-
0: most favored team in the playoffs. Chiefs by 12 and a half. And they met earlier in the year where the Chiefs won big, 36-10. to And that was not that long ago.
1: No, it was only a few weeks ago. if anything, I doubt the Steelers have got much better. I mean the best thing for the Chiefs is I think they they like step up their gameplay in this playoffs, especially.
0: I mean they're experienced, they got good coaches that have been there before. So yeah. I mean the Steelers are experienced too. They they got good coaching and have been there before, but I don't think it's the Steelers team that's won the Super Bowl before.
1: That's true. And as for Steelers too, they have they have a couple of injuries. I think Najee Harris and Juju Smith-Schuster. they're not out. Neither of them are listed as out, but both of them are questionable. And even even if they play, they probably are a little banged up. So, all around, I would say the Chiefs probably win that game.
0: Yeah, no, I'd I'd agree. And being favored by almost two touchdowns for a playoff game. Yeah, that's insane. Bit of a discrepancy there. Uh, So, number three then, Tampa.
1: Yeah, Tampa and Rams are the ones I think of. But the thing is, I know they're both missing a star receiver. One's missing Robert Woods and the other's missing, like, Chris Godwin. So, I mean, I would just go based on the record, then I would go with Tampa. Tampa in their last five
0: leads the league in yards per game, over 411 yards per game, and and Tom Brady is leading the league in passing. He's had a 5,300-yard season. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, injuries have been big recently on both sides of the ball for them.
1: Yeah, but I mean, a team of Tom Brady is just hard to discount, especially a team that's 13-4. and And they also have a fairly easy matchup, too. I I think the Eagles and Steelers kind of surprised me because I didn't expect either of those teams to really make the playoffs this year. And Tampa Bay gets to play the Eagles' first round. I think
0: the Eagles are better than Pittsburgh, though. Like, the Eagles, yeah, surprised me making the playoffs, but I don't think they're horrible. They're definitely, I definitely think Tampa wins this game. But I think it's close. I mean, the Eagles have a good offensive line. They average 3.5 yards per carry before contact, which obviously leads the playoff teams. Uh, and in their last five games, they lead all playoff teams with 164 rushing yards per game. You know, on the other side of the ball, though, Tampa Bay is pretty good against the run. So I do
1: expect the Eagles to struggle a bit. I agree as well. I don't think the Eagles have really done well against like the higher quality teams in general i mean i think tampa bay has bigger experience playing these big games i think hurts and that offense is young i don't think he has experience to really beat someone as well Experience as tom brady no one's experienced as tom brady
0: some coaches aren't even as experienced as tom brady <laughs> exactly uh these two teams didn't meet before in the regular season though
1: bucks won 28 22. it was closer than i thought uh but i mean a win is a win and yeah yeah i mean this the nfl there's gonna be close games
0: I'll say this though. I think Bucks win, but I think the Eagles cover the spread. Eight and a half?
1: Yeah. You think of one score game? I actually, I, I kind of like that. Uh, But I don't know. I would necessarily say Tom Brady doesn't cover, but I think it'll be closer than a lot of folks think. All right. Who are you thinking after? I know you've mentioned the Rams a little bit.
0: I think I'm um, okay with starting to consider the Titans. Oh, for sure. And I think after those two, the, the Bills got to be somewhere.
1: Uh, see, the tough thing is I want to put the Rams there because I know the Rams are super talented, but I also definitely don't want to disrespect Tennessee because they've done a lot with less. and Now they finally are healthy right before playoffs. Yeah,
0: and they're, they're going to have a bye, so they're going to have time to rest up, try and get Derrick Henry back, try and get A.J. Brown and Julio back up to full strength.
1: Yeah, the bye is going to be huge for them. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, in general, they've just been a really good team. And the best thing about them, I think, is their success against other good teams. Like, they beat the Bills. They beat the Colts. I think they beat the Colts twice. Yeah, they beat the Colts twice. They beat the Rams.
0: Yeah, they've definitely struggled against the bad teams, like the Jets and the Texans this year, which is interesting.
1: Yeah, their losses aren't the best. But, I mean, good news for them is all teams in the playoffs are pretty much good teams. So I think the thing that surprised me the most about Tennessee is their defense. No, I thought they were going to be all offensive. I mean, last year, it didn't seem like they could stop many offenses. Uh, And I didn't think they had any star defenders. But all around, they just work well as a unit.
0: They're giving up 12.8 points per game in their last five. That's the best out of any of the playoff teams. 52.8 opponent rush yards per game. That's the best in the last five games of any of the playoff teams. 271 total yards per game given up in the last five. That's also the best amongst any of the playoff teams. Wow. Given all
1: that, I, I I do want to put Titans there. Uh, no disrespect to uh the Rams, but Titans are there. And they also have a bye, so they don't have to worry about losing this weekend. Yeah, I think
0: given the bye and given how healthy they should be coming back, yeah. I like the Titans at four.
1: As we mentioned, I think the Rams would be next for me at least. Uh the talent at Stafford, uh their offense looks so good. They have like the Cooper Cup who's been leading the, you know, league in yards, receptions, and touchdowns. And then, like, the defense is Ramsey and Donald. So, all around, I would just say the Rams would be the next for me. For me, I'm between them and the Bills because, I mean, the Rams are coming
0: off a loss. Okay. Given it's against the 49ers, who we'll always give them a tough time. But I like everything you said about the Rams. You know, Cooper Cup, their past game has been huge. And their defense, you know, they got two all-pro defenders in Ramsey and Donald. But for me, the Bills, what makes them, I think, better than – kind of the slump we saw in the middle of the season is they're getting their running game going. I mean, out of the teams in the playoffs, they got the second most rushing yards in the last five games, averaging 162 yards per game, only behind Philadelphia. And Singletary, since week 15, has been averaging 19 yards and 80 carries.
1: So they're getting him more involved. No, that's that's totally fair. But I mean, I feel like even though the Bills have have looked better in the running game as of late, I still kind of like uh, Rams running attack more. I like Sony Michelle in their backfield. I I mean, no offense, but I don't really I don't know much about Singletary. I didn't even know about him till like now. <laughs> but I know so I think Sony Michelle's a really good running back. That Rams line is a pretty nice line. So like even though it looks as of late, I, the Bills have looked better on the ground. I think I think the Rams might even have a better running game still.
0: I think for the Bills, Josh Allen helps a lot in the running game. Like
1: he Yeah, oh that's true. He had a actually. hundred yard game a couple weeks ago. That's true. Actually, running game is more than just a running back. That's fair. Hmm. And, I mean, the defense, too. The Bills have a really good defense. I didn't really consider the Bills to be this high on this list. I'm going to be honest. But now I think about it, they are a pretty good team. And, I mean, they beat the Chiefs early in the season. and They've had some weird losses. But other than that, they've been looked pretty solid. They won the last four. For defense, yeah, they're
0: second in yards given up in the last five amongst the playoff teams at 273 yards per game.
1: But given all that, are they better than the Rams? Like, Rams have a really tough division, too. They had three teams in a division make the playoffs, and the one that didn't was the Seahawks, which I don't think is necessarily a bad team either. And, like, their losses include losses to, like, the Packers and um, the Cardinals and other other playoff teams and Titans, yeah. So they, they've, they've only lost, like, really good teams. And they beat the Buccaneers. All right, I'm, I guess I'm, I'm good with going um... –
0: rams five bills six
1: yeah i thought with the bills at six though
0: yeah well the rams got another divisional game coming up they got to play the cardinals again
1: oh i love the cardinals though their talent wise they're so good but they're just not the same team they started the season off as like they were the last undefeated team and now they drop all the way to a wild card spot
0: yeah i think one in five in their last five games i mean one in four in yeah, their last five games. yeah yeah
1: then their only win. I mean, their win was a good win though, because they beat they beat the Cowboys. But outside of that, they lost to like bad teams, including Detroit, <laughs> which I didn't think was gonna be
0: possible. Yeah. <laughs> I think the thing with them is losing D Hop was way more impactful than I ever thought it was gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's a, he's probably like the top receiver in the league. But I thought they had enough guys that they could kind of hide that injury a little bit. But no, they just mentality and everything on the field is is way different with him gone.
1: No, I agree. It's it's definitely weird because I did think they had a lot of talent, but even their defense doesn't look the same too. Like the defense hasn't looked as good as they started the season. I, I I'm not sure what it was. I don't. I know J.J. Watt was out for got injured for the season, but like I thought he was kind of old. Like I didn't think he was gonna make that big of an impact. No, and their defense—they're giving up six
0: yards per play, which I don't know where that ranks, but it's not great.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no, that's not great at all. They lost a game the last week of the season to a Seahawks team that had nothing to play for. Like, they're just not looking good overall.
0: Yeah, and their season series
1: against the Rams, they
0: have split. But again, that first game came when they were hot. Yeah. And the second game, which was more recent, the Rams ended up winning. And I think the Rams take this one.
1: Yeah, I think so too. I think the Rams are just a hotter team right now. and Seahawks don't look like a team that could win many games. I mean, that's Seahawks Cardinals. Though, looking at these games, though, the last five games, a lot of them were close losses. So I would say the Cardinals played it a lot closer than some folks might think. And the only game that wasn't like a close loss was against the Lions where they got absolutely destroyed. <laughs>
0: that's that's not a I good look.
1: Yeah, no, that's an awful look. That's that's the worst look you could have. So you agree. I agree, though, the Rams will win, though. And you, you're in agreement, right? Yeah. Back to the Bills, though. The Bills, they have a big divisional game themselves.
0: Yeah, we take on the Patriots for the third time this year. The Bills have also split their season series with the Patriots, winning the most recent one, same way the Rams have. Uh, this game is going to be in the freezing Buffalo Stadium. And I think it's going to be like zero degrees because, of course, this is the night game tonight.
1: Both teams are uh, physical, but a team coached by Bill Belichick is going to be like more physical, perhaps, than the Buffalo. Uh,
0: the thing is, I hope it's just cold and not too windy. Because we saw how how when it was super windy, how that helped the Patriots in the first game. And, you know, game two, when we were able to throw it better, definitely went a little more our way. I mean, for me, I'm obviously picking Buffalo.
1: Not in Buffalo. Yeah. The thing is, Buffalo's hot. They won the last four. But the Patriots uh lost three of the last four. So they're actually kind of cold. But the thing is, I would never discount a Bill Belichick coach team. Like that's probably the feel he needs to go crazy in the playoffs. They're gonna be tough. Uh they destroyed the Jaguars a couple weeks ago. I know the Jaguars aren't that big of a deal. They beat the Colts. Yeah. I can't I can't see the Patriots just going like being that bad that many games in the row. But I also can't see Buffalo that's a Buffalo team that's this hot winning four of the last games. And overall had a pretty good season losing at home. So I'm going to pick Buffalo, but it's going to be close. It's going to be really close.
0: It's definitely going to be close. Two divisional games in the playoffs.
1: That's going to be so nice.
0: All right, so we got our top six.
1: I think the Cowboys is the next best team. Really? It's either the Cowboys or uh, Cincinnati. Eh, actually, I was thinking Cincinnati or Arizona. Like Arizona, you know they've been cold. They're still a really good team talent-wise. Mm.
0: Yeah, but they just haven't been winning recently. I'm I for me, I want to drop Arizona a little more. I'm thinking Cowboys or the Cincinnati Bengals have been hot, especially with Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase have been having
1: unbelievable uh, weeks recently. That would be one of my favorite team in the playoffs right now. I'm so excited to see them making a run.
0: Yeah, and I think they they start off uh, well beating the Raiders. I don't think the Raiders are that good.
1: Yeah, one of the worst teams, in my opinion. But so you say you want to put the Bengals.
0: I think the Bengals are hotter than the Cowboys right now. That's why I would put them over them.
1: Hmm. Wait, cow. Cal- Actually, wait. I thought the Cowboys were pretty hot too. I guess so. The Cowboys last five games they beat the Saints, Cowboys. I mean, there's the Cowboys, the Redskins, and the, not the Redskins, the Washington football team, uh, the Giants, the football team again. They lost to the Cardinals and they beat the Eagles. And they dropped a fifty piece twice. I was about to say, they have put up
0: over 50 points in, in two of their last three games. That's got to be worth something.
1: Yeah. But they did lose to the Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals are that bad, though. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> they're a good team, for sure. But as for the Cowboys, they're the first team in NFL history to have a 4,000-yard passer in Dak, 1,000-yard rusher in Zeke, 1,000-yard receiver in CD. Then they have a 10-sack player in Micah Parsons and a 10 a player with 10 interceptions with uh Trayvon Diggs. So
0: yeah, and they're also tied with the Chiefs for most points per game in their last five. Those two fifty pieces really helped. For the Bengals, though, I mean they lost last week because they were pretty much resting players against the Browns. Before that, they handed the Chiefs their
1: first loss in like eight weeks. Uh
0: they beat the Ravens.
1: Bro, the big, the Ravens one is one of my favorite wins ever by like any team because like I I don't know what the report was or something, but the uh someone was saying something like they beat the Ravens by a lot the first time. They're like, oh, Joe Burrow's not gonna be able to do it again against the Ravens. It was just a fluke or something, and he goes ahead and drops five hundred forty-five yards, which is insane.
0: That's what I'm saying. Their their couple games before last week were impressive wins.
1: And Joe Burrow, I didn't realize, but he leads the NFL in yards per attempt. Like, a lot of those are big plays. He has a lot of big yard games. Actually, Michael, in a two-week span against the Ravens and Chiefs, uh, Joe Burrow dropped 1,000 yards passing.
0: <laughs> that is almost a quarter of his seasoned yards.
1: Yeah. And those are fairly decent defenses the teams of Joe Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, the Ravens, hey. I think, are dealing with injuries they have been all season long. But the Chiefs have definitely been improving. I think that's that game is why their defense ranks a little lower than it should for recent, you know, last
1: five games. The thing is, if, I, if Bengals and Cowboys play each other, I might even take the Bengals just because I don't see that Cowboys team stopping Joe Burrow. But they don't place each other. So, but like, who's a better team overall?
0: i don't know because i would
1: have given this to
0: dallas given their i think their defense a little better but the Bengals defense as the year progressed
1: not bad mm-hmm, that's true and actually there's a lot of high praise for Diggs, but he apparently gives up the most yards of any corner too so i wouldn't necessarily say the yeah cowboys have as locked down of a defense as a parsons and uh Diggs have shown statistically i
0: don't know this is close but you said you were saying if they if
1: the two were to play each other, you'd pick Cincinnati. Yeah, I, I think I would as of right now because Cincinnati just seems no, but the Cowboys are so good too. Like, but like, I just don't think that could score as much as Joe Burrow. There's a lot of bias in there because I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. I'm not gonna lie. Hmm. I just think the Bengals' offense is one of the hardest offenses to stop, and that they, they were able to outscore the Chiefs and outscore. Well, they didn't even have to outscore the Bengals, but they I mean, not the Bengals, the. Ravens.
0: I feel like the Cowboys just explode for fifty points kind of randomly and then the other weeks they look like they struggle so much. Like that's true. Should we go Cincinnati then?
1: Yeah, this is gonna be an upset pick, but I think Cincinnati. And Cincinnati gets to play the Raiders this weekend, which I think is a great matchup for Cincinnati. They played in the regular season once and Cincinnati I mean beat them thirty two to thirteen. But in general, I just don't think the Raiders have that complete of a team. I know Josh Jacobs have gotten better as the seasons progressed, but I just don't think that's enough to really outscore Cincinnati's dangerous offense. And I don't think the Raiders have that good kind of a defense.
0: Yeah, this is also the team with the most penalty yards given up in the Raiders versus the team with the least penalty yards in the Bengals. So I think everything points towards the Bengals. I think they take care of business against the Raiders.
1: And I am in agreement.
0: Also for the Raiders, 17 offensive touchdowns in the last 10 weeks. That's the fewest amongst the playoff teams. And their last four games, I mean, they won their last four, but they were all within four points. A lot of close games. Exactly.
1: I mean, they they made a run, though, to make the playoffs, but I don't think they're necessarily a good team. Or not a good team, but a playoff-level team.
0: Yeah, I, I don't think their defense can keep up with Cincinnati's
1: offense. Oh, yeah. Oh, for sure. Oh, Cincinnati too. There's one thing I saw too. They have so they have Jamar Chase, who's like one of the top five receivers in yards, and then they have T. Higgins, who has over a thousand yards, and he's like top fifteen or something. And then they also have Boyd, who has like almost a thousand yards too. He's like eight hundred something, which like high eight hundreds. So he's nearly at a thousand. You could probably hit a thousand if you include the playoffs, which is just crazy that they basically have three thousand yard receivers. That would be insane, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it'll they'll be, they'll be, they'll be fun to watch their offense. And then, so the next team we agree is going to be the Cowboys?
0: Yeah, I think Cowboys will be eighth then.
1: But interesting enough, though, I think Cowboys might struggle against the 49ers. This is the one game that I see uh, the higher-ranked seed might not win it. Because the 49ers, like, were definitely not going to make the playoffs. and They had to win a bunch of games towards the end of the season to come back. And they want won against some playoff teams, too. I mean, they beat the Rams last week of season. I don't know. The 49ers seem to have a really good defense and a pretty good offense with Jimmy Garoppolo. I... Interestingly enough,
0: Jimmy Garoppolo, I think since Thanksgiving, which was around is that week nine, he's been a top five quarterback statistically, actually.
1: Wow. Dang.
0: Yeah, I did not think that, but he's been pretty good. Um, yeah, Like you said, they've, they've had to pull off some big wins in their last five. They're four and one. Uh, their only loss coming to the Titans. But they had good wins over the Bengals and Rams, which aren't easy. I don't think the 49ers are that bad and definitely upset alert.
1: Yeah. Debo Samuels, Samuels has 1,400 yards receiving. And he's been a pretty good running back. Debo's insane. seventeen all all-purpose yards. And I know Kittle came back. Yeah, he has almost a nineteen I mean almost a thousand yards receiving and he's only played 14 games. Actually, upset alert. I think the 49ers in this game. I think they come into Dallas and take down the Cowboys. They just seem like the hotter team, and they have a pretty explosive offense.
0: Uh, the thing is, I agree with you. So, should we put? Wait, what? Should we put San Francisco eight, Dallas nine? Because we actually, both think they're gonna win. Actually, yeah, that just makes sense. Okay, whoa. <laughs> wow yeah i see san francisco coming in there and definitely playing the cowboys tough and i out of all the games this is the one i see most likely as the upset
1: i agree and the other thing is the another factor to consider is 49ers played probably in the hardest division in football and i think the cowboys played arguably the easiest division in football so yeah i think 49ers are better than they appear and the cowboys are worse than they appear agreed
0: uh, speaking of their division, are we putting Arizona next? I think they gotta come in pretty soon.
1: Oh yeah, it's about time. They have a lot of talent.
0: Arizona coming in at 10th.
1: They have Kyler Murray, who's I think one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and then they have like Asia Greens look pretty good in D absence. So I think their offense will be decent and their defense has enough playmakers in like Buda Baker and like Simmons and all of them. I think I think Arizona should be here. And I mean they they look to still be good. They they just beat Dallas the other week. Actually, are they better than Dallas? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, is he bumping Dallas down?
0: I don't know because Dallas had a couple
1: 50 point games. Yeah, no, I think Dallas just find it. Yeah, actually, another team you know who hasn't made the list yet either is New England. See, I think around the 6 to 11 range, though, all these teams are really good, but there's not much separating them.
0: Yeah, I think it's definitely a a top heavy.
1: Though the weird thing is, I don't know if 49ers are better than the Car. No, they are actually, they look a lot higher right now.
0: I'm already putting New England at 11, though, because I think definitely a very good defensive team. And I think their offense most of the time does enough to to win the game or at least stay in the game, even though they had that bad loss to Miami to end the season.
1: I agree. I agree. I think one of the things about New England is I don't think they have as much talent as some of the other teams, but they do win games and they're really well coached. Mm-hmm. So eleven teams low, but they're like the scariest eleven team. Like a team that's on the second half of the playoff scale would seem like a team that's not that dangerous, but like I would watch out. Like I don't think any team is a definitive lock against the Patriots. Patriots could play anybody tough.
0: Yeah. All right. So the three teams we got left are Philly, Pittsburgh, and Vegas. I think Philly's the best out of them.
1: Yeah, I agree. Uh but I don't really I'm not a huge fan of
0: any of these teams no i think i don't know between vegas and pittsburgh who i like
1: less oh i like vegas better of those two because they i mean they won a must-win game and i thought i thought the chargers were the better team and i mean they won all their last few games
0: yeah i think even though i did mention you know the last four games they won by at most four points i think winning a lot of close games uh, it does something for you every game they've had is close and every time they're close they can pull it out so that's important actually
1: Yeah, that's actually I'm looking at their schedule. So they they went ahead and got absolutely destroyed by the Chiefs losing by 39 early December. And like at that point, they're six and seven. Everyone's counting them out. Then they go ahead and win their last four. So uh, all four of them, though, like a combined victory of 12 points in those last four games. So I'd say they're at least better than Pittsburgh, which I just don't see why they're in the playoffs. Like how the hell did they get in? Yeah, I don't know, but, yeah, Pittsburgh's surprising, I
0: think, how bad their defense ended up being. Yeah. Uh, the worst run defense in out of the playoff teams, Given up 182 yards per game in their last five.
1: <laughs> both those teams shared the last loss of the season against the Chiefs, so both of them got blown out by over three scores.
0: Thing is, I think both of them lose their first round of playoff games.
1: Yeah, it's not really going to matter much.
0: So, uh, to recap this list of the 14 playoff teams heading into the playoffs, we got... Green Bay at number one, Kansas City at two, Tampa Bay at three, Tennessee four, the Rams five, the Bills at six, Cincinnati seventh, San Francisco over Dallas at eighth, Dallas behind at nine, Arizona 10, New England 11, Philadelphia 12th, Las
1: Vegas 13th, and the Pittsburgh Steelers 14th. I guess the only upset we really had was 49ers against Dallas. I think it's tough to call
0: these uh, upsets because, like we said, I think this list was very top-heavy.
1: Yeah, that's that's true. The only game I can see being really close is the 49ers and Cowboys game. and Actually, even the Bills and Patriots game. Outside of that, there's going to be, I think, some more one-sided ex- results than people expect.
0: Mm-hmm. You know what we haven't discussed yet? No, what's up? Our predictions for the division winners. I almost forgot about that. Oh, yeah. How, did, how it worked out. Let's go through and see what we we'll picked entering week one. Let's see how we did now that the regular season is over. All right, starting with the AFC. In the AFC East, we both had the Bills, so that was correct. Uh, in the AFC North, I went Ravens, who ended up fourth, and you went Browns, so Bengals surprised both of us. <laughs> wow, yeah. <laughs> And actually, the Steelers made the playoffs, but and yeah, the two teams that made the playoffs out of that division are not the ones we picked. So we picked the third and fourth place yeah. teams. AFC South, you we both went Titans. That's another good one. AFC West, Kansas City. That looked like it was gonna be wrong early in the season, but yeah. Over to the NFC, NFC East, you got Dallas. You got that one right. I went, I went with a surprise pick. I went with Washington. Uh, that didn't work out well. And then NFC North, both went Green Bay. NFC South, we both went Tampa. NFC West, we both went Rams. So, wow, we did pretty good, I guess. Oh, wow. Wow. So, we both got almost all
1: of that right. You only missed the AFC North. Wow. Impressive. Which is weird because I missed the week-to-week picks. You beat me in the pickums Yeah, you
0: beat me in the divisional predictions. Wow. The only surprise really was the Bagels. Yeah. And then I think the Washington underperformed. I guess it, it was kind of a stretch picking them to win the division to begin with, just given they won it last year. But no one's actually won that division back-to-back
1: years in a long time. No, that's true. That that the division just random. I mean, my my thing was, was I thought Dak coming back was gonna help the Cowboys. I didn't think it was gonna help him this much though.
0: Yeah, I think the other ones, AFC West was almost a surprise, but the Chiefs ended the season ten and one or nine and one, which helped. I mean, the NFC West was close. Yeah. We knew, like, a couple of those teams were getting into the playoffs. They ended up with three playoff teams, but the Rams still, I think they won it by only a game or two, so that one was close.
1: But in general, though, I, I, I was I, I'm actually surprised because there seemed like a lot of surprises in the season, but it didn't really turn out like that one.
0: Yeah, no, there was throughout the season, but at the end, you know, the teams that are good showed it, like Kansas City coming all the way back. Actually, Buffalo coming back to win the division, too. Yeah, we, we were second in the division for a couple of weeks.
1: Yeah, Kansas City coming back to take care of business. Titans, people were scared, but they held on Uh, even when the Colts started to get hot. Then Colts, actually Colts started to get hot, really cold too at the end. Losing back-to-back to Raiders and Jaguars.
0: I don't know what their odds were to make the playoffs, but they definitely had to be really good. And to lose to the Jaguars, and not only to the Jags, but the stadium was filled with clowns making fun of the Jags, and they still lost.
1: no charlotte started looking like joe burrow that game he was throwing dives
0: yeah let me tell you i was in indy the monday after it was not happy town even though the championship college football championship was coming to town (laughs) that's fair oh man that sucks see how the off season is definitely going to be a lot of storylines coming out of the nfl but we will be back next week we're gonna have a little more playoff talk nfl maybe we're gonna start looking a little closer at nba now that the football season is starting to wrap up
1: for sure no NBA is gonna be fun
0: we'll take a look more on that in the weeks to come but until then we'll see you guys next week you can check us out on twitter as usual at crew sports pod and we'll be back next week